You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Boot computer. List of today's guests. Signing in chat room. Lining up news articles. Checking levels. Adjusting camera. Secure wire connection. Restart computer. Checking video feed. With all she's got to do, you'd think Nicole Sandler was a one-woman band. Well, she is, and she's ready for another show. And now, here's the Nicole Sandler Show on NicoleSandler.com. All right. You know, yesterday I came on and I said, if only I could play music, right? I'd open with Warren Zevon's Disorder in the House, Bruce Springsteen wailing on guitar in that song. It would work again today, but for today... Um, if I could, I'd be playing a song by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. If I had ever been here before, I would probably know just what to do, don't you? If I had ever been here before and another time around the wheel, I would probably know how just how, just how to deal with all of you. And I screwed up the lyrics. But you know what I'm getting at? And I feel like we've been here before. Yeah, in the song Deja Vu... They never actually use the term deja vu, just we have all been here before, and we have. But I guess it's nothing compared to, oh, uh, the last time uh, a political party couldn't get their shit together to elect a speaker on the first ballot. That was 100 years ago. It was 1923, and it took them nine rounds. Nine. Well... We've gotten through seven, Um, you know, but then you can look back to the only other time there was, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, They couldn't come to a consensus on a speaker. And that was in 1855. 1855, it took them two months Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine two months of this shit? 133 votes. But today, just to cut to the chase, I'll give away the punchline and then we'll go through, you know, the details of what happened. Today, they went through three rounds, three rounds of voting. And it was, you know, it was the same outcome in all three. So it was rounds four, five and six. And here, here it was the makeup of all three of the uh, four of today's round. Wait, four, five, six, seven. There were four rounds today. So it's so confusing. Um, seven, and and this was the outcome of all of them. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is mm-hmm. four hundred and thirty-three. Yeah, of which the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the State of New York has received 212. Boy, the Dems were just in a partying mood again because they're happy by, you know, the Dems in disarray. The well, they're in array. The state of California has received 201. <laughs> and they try to put on a show there. But 
Hakeem Jeffries won the plurality in every one the of these votes. The Honorable Byron Donalds of the state of Florida who? has received 20. <laughs> oh, big applause there. Byron who? With one recorded as present. One recorded as present. No member elect having received a majority of the votes cast, a speaker has not been elected. You know, then I suppose I could have I could have gone for I got you, babe, but it's not Groundhog Day. <laughs> it is not. Um uh, someone's calling in from the four three four area code. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Linwood Nicole. Happy New Year to Hey you. Linwood, happy New Year uh, to you too. Well, thank you. I'm watching this. I've been watching this from work, too, and I've been thinking to myself, why don't the Democrats just try to peel off six, um, six of these people and just give them what they what they want and get Jeffries in there and just end this fiasco? Because that's not going to happen. Linwood, stop. I'm just giving you my opinion. Okay. Because let's be honest here. They're not going to – McCarthy can hold his ground all day long till Sunday. These people are that dedicated, like, no, we want somebody new. We don't want you. And personally, I don't want McCarthy either because he's just coming up there like he's entitled to the job. It's his turn. Uh, well, that's what he said. Like, well, no. Yeah. Well, no, it's not his turn. It, you know, they don't want him. They don't want him there, period. They want somebody new. They put up Don Brian, Byron Reynolds. Like, okay. Byron Donalds. He, Donalds. Is his name him, Byron Donald, whatever his name is. Okay, they put him up. Do you know why they put him up? Do you know why they put him up? Scott Perry said the quiet part out loud. He explained exactly why they put up uh, Byron Donald. Somebody, look, he's from Florida. I'm in Florida. I never heard his name before yesterday. Don't know who this guy is. Apparently, he's now going to be a sophomore. He just served his first term in the House. He's a backbencher. He's a nobody. You know why they chose him, Linwood? Well, of course, course the non-white conservatives, it's easy to put him up there. I know who he is because he's not far from, he, he represents not the district going towards the Keys. On the west. No, part. he's up. He's I, up in. Oh no. Okay, maybe. Yes, you're right. He's on the west coast, southwest Florida. He's where they got hit by the hurricane. Um, you are hurricane. correct. But but the reason they chose him is because he's a black man, and they, you know the Democrats were making a big deal of the fact in in every time they come up and vote that Black Lives Matter and that Hakeem Jeffries is the first. Uh, candidate, the first member nominated, first black member nominated to be Speaker of the House. Yeah, so they're like, like, oh, we've got a black guy. We have a black guy. We can put him up. Um, and in fact, I'm going to play yeah, a clip what, from Scott yeah, Perry. Said that on the floor. No. said that from text on the floor. Well, Scott and Perry said that on the floor. Oh, come on. I'm like, this, that's embarrassing. They're going to put a token dude up there. Yeah. And he's, you know, they're just doing anything they can to get McCarthy out of there. I'm like, look, y'all want McCarthy out of there? Fine. We'll just vote for whomever you put up. And then when the shit goes down the toilet, we'll look at the American people and say, look, we told you so. They can't govern. Right. They're about chaos and grief. Yep. Okay. Well, Linwood, um, uh, thanks for the call. I, I got what you said. There's no way in hell that they will get six Republicans to vote for Hakeem Jeffries. Just not going to happen. You're wasting your time. What they could have done, well, there are a number of things they could have done, and we'll get to some of that uh, throughout the show today. By the way, uh, Will Bunch will be here in the second half hour of the show, and I'm really glad Will is here today because Will Bunch is from Pennsylvania, as is Scott Perry. Now, Scott Perry is a name we heard a lot during the 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 January 6th hearings, right? His name turned up in the report quite a bit, but he was kind of quiet. I don't recall, you know, seeing him before. And so when he stood up today to make the final nomination of a Republican who was not Kevin McCarthy, um, at first I didn't realize who it was. And then I saw his name on the Chiron. It's like, oh, that's Scott Perry. Well, he's from Pennsylvania. And he was one of the um, the people closest to Donald Trump, right? Uh, so it's Scott Perry gets... Now, I was going to save this until, um, uh, until Will Bunch is here. But since Linwood brought it up, I'm just going to cut to the chase. 
they chose they they rallied around this guy, this backbencher, this uh, incoming sophomore named Donald Byron Donalds, um, simply because he's black. And if you don't, if you ha- didn't hear it, let me play. For, I'm not going to play the whole of Scott Perry's nominating speech, which ran about nine minutes. But let me share this part with you. Again, Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, we are making history today. We are making history in this process. And we are showing the American people that this process works. (laughs) Yeah, it's been about 100 years. It's been about 100 years. It works. Since this has happened before. Mm -hmm. But we have said we're not going to take any more of Washington being broken. We're going to do something for the American people and we're going to fix it. And is it going to be painful? And is it going to be difficult? Yeah, it probably is. That's why it took 100 years. What? It probably is. What? He makes no sense. But okay, we'll go with it. We can also make history today by making the first. Did you hear well, the house being that, ordered? that was somebody who shouted out, who are you nominating? Because what happened is he got up and he said, I'm nominating Byron Donalds, of course, a name that nobody knows. And then he went into this whole diatribe saying nothing for, you know, five minutes. Jesus, seriously. And somebody shouts out, who are you nominating? And and the, the clerk, her name is again. Uh, sorry, I got to keep referring to my notes. Her name is what? Oh, shoot. Her name is Cheryl Johnson. Sorry. She is the clerk and the acting speaker until there is a speaker. She controls the uh, the, the mechanics of the house until there is a speaker named. Um, and she made one really weird ruling at the end of today's festivities, which we'll get to. But anyway, um, so someone shouts out, who are you nominating? And then order, order in the house. By electing the first black Republican Speaker of the House. Oh, there you go. Massive applause. Oh, yeah. They're they're all on board with that or not. You probably know the first black members of Congress to serve in this body were Republicans. (laughs) Yeah. Were Republicans. Right. Okay. Keep going down that line. You probably also know that Frederick Douglass. (laughs) Yeah. Who went and worked with Abraham Lincoln to yeah. emancipate the people of color in this yeah. country, said he would never be anything but a Republican. Yeah. Would never be anything oh my but God. a Republican. Can someone get Scott Perry a history book? Because he doesn't understand that there was a complete flip-flop of the Democrats and the Republicans, right? Everything flipped, you know, around the time of um, the civil rights uh, legislation, the civil rights era, where the Republicans basically became Democrats and the Democrats became Republicans. You think that Frederick Douglass and, and, and Abraham Lincoln were Republicans in the mold of today's Republican Party? Scott Perry, I understand your party doesn't like real history, but God damn it, read a fucking book. This is just wing nuttery. But a Republican. <laughs> I am here to nominate Byron Donalds Byron because Donalds. he has accomplished many things. Okay. He is a man of faith. Yeah. He is a family man. He is a businessman and he is a man of community service. Uh-huh. He's come from the school of hard knocks. And he's black. Because not all outcomes in life are equal, but America is the place where we can each do great things regardless of our humble beginnings. Oh, each really? one of us. Oh, please. Okay. It goes on. You know what? Single family where it's not. And he goes on about his, uh, you know, his horrible upbringing and his terrible circumstances. And he's a black man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Unbelievable. All right. Go back to the phones. 951 area code. Who's this? Anthony. Anthony from where? Uh, Corona. Corona. Hey. So what's on your mind, Anthony? California, baby. I got it. Hey, you know what? I love your show. Oh, thank you. And I've been listening for years. Thank you. I think you are a beautiful woman. Thank you. And I why do I sense a butt coming? I sense a butt coming. No, there's oh. no butt. Okay. Well, I got one, but big enough one. Um, I'm just calling to say, you know what? You are absolutely correct with 
everything that you have said. Well, thanks. I, I think I am. That's why I say it. But it's nice to get some some you know some validation. Well, 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 no. But let me just finish, please. Okay. And you know, I listen to you. I listen to Randy Rhodes. I listen to Stephanie Miller. And I think that you should be on TV. <laughs> Well, I think I should have a lot more listeners, and I think I should make a lot more money, too. But, you know, I kind of just go with the flow. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But, um, and uh, just to, you know, weigh in, you know, with the um, um, Republican Party. You know what? The Republican Party is out to destroy democracy. Yeah. Uh, no they doubt really, about really that. Are. No doubt about that. And, and that is their absolute goal. You know what? They don't care about the people. Nope. They don't care about the country. And you saw that when they went to Russia. Oh, yeah. You notice they don't talk about that. You know, they don't talk about anything that is kind of like icky or questionable. Uh, but it, 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 they, they always act as if they're above reproach. Yet the things they say, you know, this is why I talk about opposite world all the time, because it's the Absolutely. I'm rubber, you're glue thing. It's anything you say bounces off me and sticks to you. I know I feel like I'm 10 years old again, but really? No, 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 no. And you know what? You are absolutely right, because what they say that that um, that uh, um, that they do, they reflect on Democrats. They say that Democrats are against the Congress. Right. They say that oh, they say, we hate America, are, don't you okay. know? We hate America. Uh, one of them today went off and said, Nancy Pelosi is the reason you see this great Republican majority in the House today. Well, you know what? What I could say is that uh, wingnut was kind of right. Nancy Pelosi and her oh. management over the, the House is the reason that there was not a, a red wave. Well, one of the reasons there was not a red wave. There are a number of reasons because Americans are smarter than everyone gave them credit for. But, Absolutely. you know, it's it's incredible how they um, twist things. To, it's like, you know, the former guy saying, I'm the best president you ever had, and you know it. I'm your favorite. They just ignore the half of the country that doesn't agree with them. You know, they just, and it's they, like we don't and, exist. And they absolutely deflect everything on us. Yep. It's they true. They absolutely deflect everything on us. Yep. You know, and I don't understand why people are so stupid not to understand that, honestly. Yeah. No, you know, uh, they live in their delusional bubble. And in some ways, we live in a bubble. But you know what? They they just listen to their own echo chamber. And that's why they believe lies as fact. They watch Fox that they're told is news when actually Fox they just make news. shit up. Fox fake right. news. Fox fake news. Fox fake news. It's your original source for fake news. Fox news. Yeah. We make <laughs> shit up. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Here you go. This is for you. Your original source for fake news. Fox News. We make shit up. Right? So they do. Anyway, I'm going to run. I just wanted to call and say I love you. Well, thank you. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for calling. And this is my first time calling you, but it won't be my last. Cool. Well, say hi to Corona for me. I miss my days in California. I wish I could afford to move back. <laughs> and I wish you would. Yeah. Never should have sold the house in Culver City. Let me tell you something. I know. You know, I, I know. 
buy this house in Culver City. And and Culver City was considered like, ew, you're in Culver City? Well, now it's like the hottest spot in California. And my house increased in value when I I sold it. I sold it for $430,000 in 2001. You know what it's worth Uh, on Zillow today? About a million. Try two. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Man. I, you know, all I had, I owned three houses in Los Angeles. All yes. three of them are now worth over a million dollars. If I had just yes. held on to them and rented them out, I wouldn't have to worry about money anymore. I so, know, you know, but but shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> but you know what? Being selfish, I'm glad that you did because you are still on air. That's true. That is true. Um, all right. I'm going to run because we got a lot of ground to cover today. And uh, thank you for the call. It's great to meet you. Appreciate it. You know what? I will call you again. Sounds love good. You, sweetheart. Thank you. Right, Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, I love meeting our listeners. See, if you're out there, call. I'm easy. Unless you say something like stupid. And then I'll tell you it was stupid. But it doesn't mean that I have a problem with you. You know. Anyway. So I there was another. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, Robert's back. Uh, Robert Naples, yo. Hey, Nicole. Hey. hey uh, you know, we had a conversation yesterday about trying to peel off uh, like an onion. Uh, Republicans, that's not going to happen. I agree with you. Yeah, no you know, way. But we can do we can, we can do things that are creative and maybe a little off the books. You know, just think, if if not enough of them show up tomorrow, let's say they go to the, the local... Uh, well, you know, pancake place, uh, the Waffle House, Waffle House. <laughs> they go there and they get a bad batch of uh, pancake. Yeah. You know, they might not show up, and then we might have Jeffries as a Jeffries as our guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well. But do you know what happened, Robert? You're uh, working. Do you know what happened at the end of today's session? No, okay, so here, let me play the clip for you. So they, they, they read off the final round of votes, which was the same as the first round of votes, and this is what happened. No member-elect having received the majority of the votes cast, a speaker has not been elected. Hey, so Robert, I want you to listen carefully to this because there's going to be a quiz at the end because they take a voice uh. vote. They take a voice vote. A or yay, A or nay, to adjourn until eight o'clock tonight. Eight o'clock tonight. I knew they were going to adjourn, but I thought till tomorrow. But they said till eight o'clock tonight. I want you to tell me which side won. Um, I'll 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 pause it again right after the voice vote, and I want to get your impression because you didn't hear it. What happened? All right. So it goes like this. For what purpose does the gentleman from Oklahoma rise? I move that we adjourn until eight o'clock this evening. Eight o'clock. The question is on the motion to adjourn. All those in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed, no. No. Okay, I'm pausing it. What do you think, Robert? Who 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 said more? The a's, the eyes, or the nose? I would hear the nose longer and harder. I that's what I heard too. But let's hear. Um, our, our erstwhile, you know, uh, acting speaker, Cheryl Johnson, ruled. The eyes have it. What? What? I'm going to back that up again. So the can question hear. is on listen, the motion Listen, listen again. Adjourn. Just listen again. All those in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed, no. No. The eyes have it. What? And the guy who's whispering to her said the eyes have it. Well, no. The motion is adopted. And now you hear some people protesting, like, no. What? Is a member demanding the A's and A's? Is a member demanding the A's and A's? And nobody stood up to say yes. The the motion is adopted. And that's it. So they're adjourned till 8 o'clock tonight. Someone should have asked for a roll call vote. She had a booty call. That's what's going on there. I have no uh, she, idea. Uh, she, she had planes, you know. She she had to get out of it. She had to maybe a little rumbling. Uh, no, I don't think it was her at all. Call. The guy, whoever was, you know, giving her the prompt said, the eyes have it. No, it was clearly the nays to me. They were a lot louder. And then why didn't anybody say, yes, let's have the, the, the vote? Unless the yeah. Democrats wanted them to take this break to try to get their shit together. You know, there's all kinds of talk that they may try to come up with a consensus. Um, 
uh, candidate that, you know, some of the, the Democrats can can vote for. So to ensure that they don't get the worst of the wing nuts and maybe get some you know concessions along the way. What's that? Uh, Nicole, this, this ends this way. And I think the only way is that there's just going to be people who don't show up to work. And then what's going to swing a left or right doesn't matter. And then you're either going to get Kevin or you're not going to get Kevin. You know, it's going to be, they'll have a consensus. It, it, it'll either be Kevin or Jeffries. No, 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 it won't. It will not be Jeffries. See, this is what you guys don't get. The Republicans control the House. It will not be Jeffries. They are not going to. Sounds like the lady, Nicole, sounds like that lady who decided they were going to, you know, when they heard more no's and still said we're going to break at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Sounds like she controls it. But no, it doesn't matter. No. First of all, when it comes to voting for the speaker. There's going to be a roll call vote. This was just to adjourn till eight o'clock tonight, right, which was bullshit. Call, right, I hear you. There's going to be a hands up, hands down roll call. It's going to be on a record, right? But of if, course. Uh, let's just say seven people. Uh, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Let's just say. No, if they have less people, people get sick all the time. It's people not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Robert. I love you, but it's not going to happen. Nicole, what other ways are going to happen? Because there's no other way McCarthy gets those votes. Never, they will the put day. up never, another camp. They're going to come back at 8 o'clock tonight. Here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. They're going to come back tonight at 8 o'clock, and they're going to put up Steve Scalise. And he just might get enough votes, enough Republican votes, which I think would be horrible for us. Because he's a racist. He's it's somebody. I don't even he said that no, he's the KKK no, 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 without no, no, the hood. You know, you know what? Maybe that's a good thing because the head of your party, you know, head of the house is a racist. And we can yeah. run on that for two years. Well, you know what? <laughs> he's there anyways. He's making laws. He's there. He's in committees. He's okay. a mover and shaker. And, you know, he's already there. Gotcha. It's not, you know, he's garbage. Yeah. All you know, right. But you know what? Now we know the head of your you know, the head of the house is garbage. Well, we, but we've known that the, the, all the Republicans are. Look, this is yeah. this is infighting in disorder in the Republican House. And I love what as do the as do the Democrats, obviously love watching it unfold. But as Joe Biden said, this is embarrassing already. The headline in a yeah. German newspaper which and they don't usually pay attention to votes on the speaker because they're usually uneventful. They're going to the, the, this headline in the um, uh, the the, Jew, the the German newspaper was something along the lines of "We're watching the Republican Party um, uh, implode." This is what's happening on the international level. They're watching us and they're pointing right. fingers and laughing. Um, anyway, Robert, I'm going to run because uh, Will Bunch is coming up in a few minutes. And I got one more thing I want to get to before we do that. So uh, another Florida member of Congress who I'd not heard of before is named Kat McCammond. And disgustingly enough, she represents Florida's third district around the Gainesville area. This should be a a Democratic seat. This should be a a sky blue seat. But because of gerrymandering, the Republicans have gerrymandered the University of Florida area, split up all the, you know, the progressive votes, all the blue votes, and made it all Republican. So this wingnut woman, uh, uh, Kat McCammond, gets up, in, in, in the last round, I think it was the last round, to nominate Kevin McCarthy. And again, I'm not going to play her whole thing, but um, I, I, I just have to play this part for you. I'll probably jump around in it a bit because it's really frustrating. Her name is Kat McCammond. I understand a lack of trust among some of our colleagues. Do you now? But what I am asking, what I am asking is that we all trust the American people who sent our colleagues here. This House is the only part of the federal government that stands for election every two years. True. Therefore, this chamber is an instrument of the people's will. Okay. And the people have overwhelmingly voted for Kevin McCarthy. What In what world? She's using the word overwhelmingly. Nobody overwhelmingly voted for Republicans in November, there is no overwhelming there at all. They won 
by four. They have a four-seat majority in the House. Nothing overwhelming about that in the slightest. There was not a red wave. There was not a red whipple. <laughs> ripple. Sorry, I get excited. Oh, what? Oh, wait, I missed the have point. Overwhelmingly voted for Kevin McCarthy. No, they didn't. There was nothing overwhelming about it. Oh, it was the E that we heard there. Okay. If we continue down this road, if we continue with the actions of yesterday and today, yeah. we stifle the will of the American people. We do? What? The changes to the rules what, of this what place and how it functions have been overwhelmingly positive. In We're, the last few weeks, what changes are those? Legislation removing, stands ready. Removing the magnetometers. Roll up our sleeves and get to work doing the people's business. Yeah, but you the don't plan on friend, that. Kevin McCarthy from California has done more than anyone in this chamber to secure a Republican majority. <laughs> Many of the people who are members here today are, quite frankly, here because of his leadership. Oh yeah, leadership. Because they have trusted him, and he has gone out of his way to make sure that every single one of us has had a voice at the table. <laughs> really? Kevin McCarthy? Furthermore, every single returning Republican in mm. this chamber yeah. who cast a vote two years ago in the last Congress voted for Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, that was two years leader. ago. Yeah, two we years ago. We were united ago. then. Yeah, you we were must then. Unify now. But you're not. That's the only way to start the people's business, the very reason that we're all here. <laughs> it's to unify. Yeah, really? The Democrats are unified. Because we must commit to unity instead of division because we owe it really? to the American people who sent us here. Oh, my we God. Must Listen to this woman. Her name is Kat McCammond. She is a wingnut from Florida, and she's talking about unity. Look across the, the aisle. The Democrats are unified. Your party is not. But wait till you see where she goes now. She's making a nominating speech, and she pretty soon, in just a moment, goes on the attack. That's what I want you to listen for. Choose to lead in the face of a liberal Senate and Obama's JV team in the White House. What? 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 The Obama's JV team in the White House? Excuse me? Oh, I got a little song for this one coming up. But there's more. Obama's JV team in the White House. Did you get a wind of the last administration? You want to talk about a JV team? Bitch! We owe it to the American people. The American people sent a conservative majority to govern this body. <laughs> no, but we cannot didn't. even begin to govern because no, heck, we can't even swear in well, that's as true. members of Congress. No, you can't. I've traveled the country for the last two years as the youngest Republican woman in the 117th Congress, helping to secure a majority uh -huh. of members who are on both sides a majority. of today's Republican vote. Yeah. Diversity of thought is a good thing. Of today's Republican It's one of the vote. things that sets us apart from our friends <laughs> on the other side of the wait, aisle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Diversity of thought, she says, is what sets us apart from our friends on the other side of the aisle. This is what I talk about when I talk about opposite world. She's gaslighting you or she's trying and not doing a very good job of it. The aisle. Yes. Diversity of thought is a good thing. <laughs> but they want us divided. Oh. They want us to fight each other. What? That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that is coming over there. And what? And what? I'm going to listen to the to, she's she's accusing the Democrats of bringing alcohol into the, the chamber. Is not in order. And she's now saying the house is not in order? Are you fucking kidding me? I just need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asked you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Just shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. My God. Okay, if you're wondering, again, her name is Kat McCammond. She's Much a, has been made okay, clear by the popcorn go. and blankets and alcohol that is coming over there. I'm being quiet so you can hear the reaction. The house is not in order. She said that. The house is not in order. She said it again. Get some water. 
The clerk would ask all members elect to abide by the established decorum of the House while making nominations. <laughs> yeah, of course the clerk would. So that, in case you couldn't tell. Gentlewoman is recognized. That was aimed at Miss McCammond who didn't uh, understand that she was not in order. She's making a nominating speech, and she makes that kind of a nasty remark about her colleagues across the aisle? That is fucked up. Just thought I'd say. And yes, popcorn, absolutely. Blankets, maybe for the kids yesterday. Alcohol, that's your side. That's your people. Cat McCammond? Oh my God. As evidenced by my colleagues' actions. What? So today I am asking my friends and colleagues are we the party of Reagan Republicans? Reagan, who said, someone who is with me 80% of the time is a loyal, and good friend, not a 20% traitor? What? Are we the party of Reagan? That is the question Are that I Are you the party of a guy who's been dead for 20 years? As what? As we embark on this next what? ballot. What? It's, a, it's upon us what? to remain a nation of equal opportunity, not equal outcome. That is what is on the line here today, and that is why I am nominating Kevin McCarthy, and I humbly ask for your support. <laughs> Madam Clerk, I yield back. Okay, again, her name is Kat McCammond, and she bragged, I guess, that she was the um, um, uh, 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 that that she was the youngest Republican um, in 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 Congress for the last two years. <clears throat> Obviously, um, not that chronological age has anything to do with anything, but really. Uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm astounded by that. And by the way, again, Florida, Democrat, and while I never heard of, uh, what was his name, Byron Donalds before yesterday, I never heard of this woman, Kat McCammond, before today, because she's another backbencher. But yeah, they gave her a microphone, and now we heard what she had to say. You know, speaking of idiots on the right this in case you're wondering this is what sean hannity had to say last night after (laughs) three rounds of uh, the voting yesterday again this is sean hannity on fox not news last night fox news alert it is day one of the 188th Congress and House Republicans now are on the verge of becoming a total clown show. If they're not careful. <laughs> on the verge despite of what? The cheering and the elation from Democrats and the mob and the media, it's not a dire situation yet. It isn't. <laughs> the funniest part is Republicans are on the verge of becoming a clown show. No, there's no verge here. They've gone over and forget clown show. I'll take what the New York Daily News put on the front page of their paper today. It's the GOP shit show. They they asterisked out the H and the I, but it's clear as day. It's the GOP shit show starring the liar superimposed on the picture of George Santos and the loser with Kevin McCarthy. I, you know, I'm waiting for Will Bunch to show up. And I don't know where he is, so I'm going to try to find him. In the meantime, I figured a musical interlude is in order. So take it away, Mangy Fetlocks. Howdy, folks. Mangy Fetlocks here. Kev McCarthy is feeling pretty low. Low. Why it's turning out like this. He doesn't know. No. Those House Speaker votes, he was so sure he'd got them. Mm. He was owed that much for nuzzling Donald's bottom. <laughs> it's the mushroom dick, yeah. Kev McCarthy is feeling sad and blue. Blue. If they won't pick him, 
then Kevin wonders who, who? seems the GOP's in tatters, but to Kev just one thing matters, what he'll do when his dream shatters, I can't see. Mangy fetlocks, everybody. It's a, it's a sad time for, <laughs> for Kevin McCarthy. Jeez, I'm kind of enjoying it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. He's not the only one. You say biggest. Oh, whoops. Okay. So, um, I, again, still no uh, no Will Bunch. I wonder what I, uh, something must have happened. He must have gotten distracted. But that's okay. We got, we got stuff. So, you know, I was reminded what happened a few years ago. Because, you know, this isn't Kevin McCarthy's first run at speakerdom. Kevin McCarthy has wanted to be Speaker of the House since before he was ever elected to Congress. This has been his goal, his goal forever. And he blew it. He blew it some years ago by saying the quiet part out loud. Now, you know, because I've been doing the show for so many years, I was on the air during the Benghazi uh, <laughs> hearings. I referred to it as Benghazi Tourette's because anytime they had a problem, they, anytime they wanted to say, oh, look over there, squirrel, they would just say Benghazi. So it was Benghazi Tourette's. And Kevin McCarthy, because he's got all the answers, he explained it to somebody what those Benghazi hearings we're all about. Oh, hold on. Um, um, uh, 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 hold on, caller. I, w- I will uh, take your call, but I got to play this first. Kevin McCarthy um, blowing up his speakership. What you're going to see is a conservative speaker that takes a conservative Congress that puts a strategy to fight and win. And let me give you one example. Everybody thought Hillary Clinton was unbeatable, right? But we put together a Benghazi special committee, a select committee. Uh-oh. What are her numbers today? Her numbers are dropping. Why? Because she's untrustable. But oh no God. one would have known any of that had happened had we not I agree. fought and That's made something that good. Had we not put on this show hearing that went on for years. Kevin McCarthy, that statement lost him the speakership. All right. Um, hi, caller. Who's this? Uh, maybe the caller hung up. Okay, the caller's not there anymore. All right. Um, so I, I, I have no idea what happened to. No, it wasn't Will Bunch. I don't know where Will Bunch is. Will Bunch. I, 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 I don't know. He's still not there, and no message from him. All right. So if that's the case, um, while we while we wait for Will Bunch, I, I uh, let me let me tell you a couple of things that that he tweeted today that, um, um. Uh, made a lot of sense that I w- was going to ask him about and will if he shows up. He tweeted four hours ago to where or earlier today. In a few weeks, the GOP could be down to just 220 votes if jilted McCarthy and Santos, who looked pretty non-viable yesterday, both resign. And that's what many of the pundits are saying, that McCarthy, when if he finally you know gets the message knowing that he will not become speaker will will leave will quit cuz who what else is he going to do right um so you know there's there's that um but here this is the other thing this is the strategy that will bunch came up with he wrote i know y'all will tell me i'm nuts but i think the dems missed a play on the third ballot when maybe 20 of them should have switched to present and made McCarthy the speaker. Why? He'd be the weakest Republican speaker possible. Uh, Scorned by the base and the Fox people for getting there with help from Democrats. Installing a weak McCarthy means the worst people in Congress, Matt Gaetz, Lauren Boebert, and, you know, Scott Perry and Gosar and those people, will not be able to claim a victory or have any influence. Now, Republicans may unite behind a speaker who'll be stronger than McCarthy and be more of a headache. That's a really, really good point. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry that they didn't think about it. And maybe, maybe that's where Will Bunch is now. Maybe he's talking to the House Democratic Caucus saying, 
um, you know, saying that uh, uh, we we need to we need to make sure that McCarthy is in. I don't know because again, I, I'll say it to those of you who don't didn't get the message the first time. Hakeem Jeffries is not going to be the speaker. That is not an option. Our hope is that we can get somebody the least bad Republican. And if the Democrats help them get into power, that would weaken them even more. Got it? Okay, cool. Um, so I, I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to find Will, and I, I, I opened up the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the TV screen that I have here, and I see that the headline, the breaking news from the Washington Post, special counsel Jack Smith returns to the U.S. as Trump-related probes heat up. Because what else are, do you expect when you are in the midst of, you know, the, the nation sort of um, <clears throat> melting down from, you know, politicians being unable to do what they're supposed to be doing? With that in mind, and the fact that Jack Smith is on his way home, our friends Sandy and Richard Riccardi, who I've never actually met before, but I enjoy their song parodies on the YouTubes, um, just put out this song today. A little late for the Christmassy theme of the music, but given the story that just broke in the Washington Post, this one actually works. It's called Jack Smith, Baby. Sandy and Richard Riccardi, not to be confused with Lucy and Ricky Ricardo. They do that. So they put that song up 23 hours ago, right? I'm looking at it on YouTube. They only have 244 views. They are really, really good, but people don't know who they are. So I'm going to post that video uh, on the blog today, by the way, at NicoleSandler.com. Hey, while we've got a few minutes and I still have not heard from Will Bunch, I, I'm just hoping he's he just forgot. I'm guessing he just forgot because, you know, it's a new year. It's like you're right. Twenty twenty two 
on your checks that you don't write anymore. Anyway, um, we have moved. I'm still here. The show's still on live at 5 Eastern to Pacific. The podcast still posted. Uh, it, it goes out every day shortly after the show ends. I put it up on my website. You can find each day's show posted at NicoleSandler.com slash the date. So, for instance, today is January 4th, 2023. Today will be, today's show will be posted at NicoleSandler.com slash 1-4-23. That's the format. It's really easy. Um, I'm telling you this because our new host, our new podcast hosting company is Zencaster. The old hosting company used to have it in a simple to download way where you could just go to their page and you could either play the podcast from there or click a button to download it. This new configuration kind of works the same way, except you have to right-click on the player, post it on the page to download the podcast if you want to listen that way. Um, I'm still posting the, uh, the YouTube video on, the, on with each. And then today I'll put in the, uh, I'll put in the Sandy and, um, and uh, uh, Richard Riccardi video there as well. So you can follow the link and check out their YouTube channel because they do all these songs. And they've been on a roll the last few days. Just saying. Um, while we're talking, so the other thing that's going to come along with this new podcast hosting company called Zencaster, by the way, is commercials. They, I'm not going to run a lot of them, but look, you, you guys know how much I hate asking you for money, but it's a necessary evil because, um, you know, this is my job doing this show. Although nobody uh, pays me a salary. The the money I make from doing the show is the money I make from your, your donations and your purchasing of my artwork. So there's plenty of artwork, by the way. I've got, I've got to show you some of the stuff I did over the holidays. And I will, but not right now because I didn't bring it in here with me. But um, I, I just letting you know that you will hear a few commercials in the coming days, weeks, months, years. Um, and... Some of them, I get, I, I'm not even sure how it's going to work. I know some of them will be sort of for if I'm if I'm advertising a product, if you buy the product, I get a commission. So, and hopefully, I'm only going to advertise good products. So, um, do they still give you like a thousand checks when you open up a checking account? I have no idea. I don't. Oh, checks. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, that's what I get for not reading the whole uh, chat room and just trying to to focus in on one post. Okay, so um, yesterday, as I'm watching the first day of voting, I noticed on the C-SPAN cameras two curious moments, and they both involved Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. In one, I saw a very quick conversation between AOC and Matt Gates. Matt Gates, um, and it, it didn't last long. They sort of passed. I was going to pull the clip, but it went by so fast you really couldn't see anything. But I was wondering, what were they talking about? And then I saw a longer clip. She was actually sitting down with Paul Gosar, Gosar, who tweeted out that meme of her getting murdered. Remember that? And I'm wondering, what the hell were they talking about? Well, AOC went on the television last night with Alex Wagner who asked her just that question. Did not, uh, it did not go unnoticed, by, shall we say, on the internet and elsewhere, that you were on the floor having some conversations with Republicans, including Matt Gates and Paul Gosar. Can you enlighten us at all as to, as to what those conversations were like? And is there any hope that you guys work together to get Hakeem Jeffries elected as Speaker of the House? You know, I am... Um... I think in chaos, anything is possible, uh, especially in this era. You know, it is unlikely, but it is there's always a possibility. I do think that in terms of some of those conversations, I mean, listen, some of us in the House of Representatives uh, are independent in certain ways from our party. And I do believe that uh, in some of those conversations, um, there are things that are happening on the floor. These machinations are happening on the floor. And sometimes the leadership of your party, uh, in this case, the Republican Party, will be making claims uh, in order to try to twist arms and get people in line. Yeah. And a lot of times, information and truth is currency. Um, so 
sometimes to be able to fact check some of the claims that McCarthy is making, uh, whether Democrats are going to defect or not, etc., is important in order to keep him honest and to keep people honest in general. And, and I'm glad she talked about it. But you know what? Oh, where's where's my buzzer? Sorry, I got it. Got it. I, I didn't have my buzzer handy and I kind of needed it for that answer. Wow, that was loud. Sorry. Um, AOC didn't really answer the question there. What was she talking to uh, to uh, Paul Gosar about? They were like their heads were together. They were in a heated discussion. I hope she told him to shove it up his ass. But I have a feeling she was more diplomatic than that. I don't know. Um, let me share with you a, a, a couple of tweets that I pulled. I, I, I don't know what happened with Will Bunch. We're going to have to reschedule for another day. Norm Ornstein, who has been on this program, who is uh, a, an old school politico. You know, he was around during the days when there was comity in Congress. C-O-M-I-T-Y. Not comedy. There's still comedy. Uh, not not necessarily funny, but it's comedy. And and hysteria, too. Um, but Norm Ornstein, you know, was there when there was cooperation across the aisle, when, there, when, they, when they did reach across to, to do work. Anyway, here's what he tweeted out today. He says, I will repeat, in over 50 years immersed in Congress, I have not seen a weaker or more pathetic leader than Kevin McCarthy. The more he tried to win votes by conceding to the radicals, the more they saw him for who he is, a man with no principles, whose commitments cannot be trusted. And that's why Kevin McCarthy um, will never win the votes of his caucus to be speaker. He's wanted to be speaker forever and ever and ever. And... um, it ain't happening. Oh, and then there's George Santos. Poor George Santos. He's being shunned even by members of his own party. Isn't that sad? Poor George Santos. I don't think he's going to survive. I don't think he's going to make it. Hopefully she will. Um, he, he will be he will be uh, thrown out of the caucus. By the way, here's another story. I didn't have time. It didn't quite fit in with what's news today which I'll play at the end of the show. I always do after uh, the the actual body of the show ends. Um, So you'll hear all that. But let me share this with you. Did you hear about this? Um, We all know that Tesla stock is, is crashing and burning. But did you know that Tesla's... Well, let me just read the story. The driver of a Tesla that plunged off a cliff... Plunged off a cliff, seriously hurting two children and a second adult, intentionally caused the crash and has been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder and child abuse. Um, this just this was the follow up to the story that originally read 250 feet. That's how far a Tesla plunged off a California cliff. And all four occupants somehow escaped serious injuries. The incident occurred Monday along California's Pacific Coast Highway at an area called Devil's Slide, about 20 miles south of San Francisco. Cal Fire Battalion Chief Brian Pottinger said accidents on that cliff are not rare. What's rare is that we do not get a lot of survivors. The car contained an adult male, an adult female, a nine-year-old boy, and a four-year-old girl. The 41-year-old male driver was later placed under arrest on multiple charges after investigators developed probable cause to believe the incident was an intentional act. But the shocking thing is, not that this idiot tried to kill himself and his family by driving their Tesla off a cliff, but that the Tesla did not burst into flames. (laughs) You just don't get it. But now we learn that Tesla shares plunged more than 12% on growing worries about weakening demand and logistical problems that have hampered deliveries for the world's most valuable automaker. Sad. It's just sad. Um, Allison, hold on. Did you find a car? Um, I did not find a car. Oh, no. All I did was get angry. 
Uh oh. No, I didn't get out loud. Uh -oh. It's just very frustrating. Okay. Can See, they hear me? yeah, they can hear you. They can hear you. So Allison is here. Uh, David took her out shopping for. Hi. Uh, let 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 let's see. Let's uh, because we we can here now come come in the picture. There's my my baby girl. Hi. Hi. So Allison had a had an accident a couple of weeks ago, and um, her car was totaled. So she needs a new car, a new used car. And anybody is. If anybody is around here in South Florida and have a great used car to sell at a reasonable price, um, it's not going to be the Tesla. <laughs> it will not be a Tesla. No, she's not going to buy so, a Tesla. Um, I yeah. was, okay, so yeah, we've been looking for a new car and it just seems like the used prices are just going up and uh, yeah. David's been really talking to me about the benefits of leasing and I'm just terrified. Um, so if I don't know. Is leasing a good idea? It really <laughs> sounds like it's the best idea just because of the locked-in interest rate and the possibility of getting a new car. Yeah. I'm just scared. So if you've leased a car and, and you recommend it, <laughs> let us know. Put a thumbs up. I've, yes. I've leased cars. And my, my, our current car is leased. I know, and that's what David was talking yep. about. Yep. All right. So we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk off the air. Uh, Will Bunch, I hope you're okay. I hope it was just a brain fart and you forgot and you got so sucked in to the um, non-voting and you're, you know, going to grab a quick bite to eat. So you're back in front of the TV at 8 o'clock tonight to see what happens when they reconvene or not. You know, he just perhaps forgot or you know, took a nap. You know, that happens. Perhaps that was it. Either way, uh, tomorrow's Thursday. Howie Klein will be here. Lots to talk with Howie about. Uh, maybe see if he knows who this uh, Byron Donald guy is or Kat McCammon, these two idiots from Florida. We'll find out. And um, Friday, uh, Marcy Wheeler returns to the show. All right. With that, we're done. And we're Will Bunchless. All right. Well, we'll, we'll fix that soon. <laughs> uh, with that, we're done. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I'll leave you with the news. Bye. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. We begin today's What's News segment with a Sean Hannity fact check. Seriously. The Fox News alert. It is day one of the 188th Congress. Uh, and no, no, no. 118th Congress. But there's no reason that Fox's biggest star should know that, right? And House Republicans now are on the verge of becoming a total clown show. On the verge of? The truth is that it is a total clown show. The new House Republican majority, tiny as it is, failed in three votes on Tuesday, the first day of the 118th Congress, to decide who will serve as the next speaker. They reconvened to try again on Wednesday. McCarthy's allies say he's not dropping out, despite opposition from a small but determined group of MAGA trolls. Well, here's how the first day went. The total number of votes cast is 434, of which the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 203. The Honorable Andy Biggs of the state of Arizona has received 10. The Honorable Jim Jordan of the state of Ohio has received six. And another three votes were cast for just assorted random members. Second round, well, the same thing happened. But first, Jim Jordan made a speech throwing his support behind McCarthy for speakership, but that didn't make a difference. Total number of votes cast is 434, of which the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 203. The Honorable Jim Jordan of the state of Ohio has received 19. Then it went to the third round. Total number of votes cast is 434, of which the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 202. 
The Honorable Jim Jordan of the state of Ohio has received 20. No person having received the majority of the whole number of votes cast by surname, a speaker has not been elected. Things went in the wrong direction for McCarthy. Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida flipped his vote from McCarthy to Jordan, bringing the total against the would-be speaker to 20. The Democrats, on the other hand, were all about unity. Every member of the Democratic caucus, all 212 of them, voting enthusiastically for Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, who received the plurality of the vote in every round. Though it doesn't really matter, a majority of those voting is required to win the speakership. Well, the last time an election for speaker went to multiple ballots was 100 years ago in 1923. And it took nine rounds. The only other time was 1855. And that year, it took two months and 133 rounds of voting before a speaker was named. Again, they're back at it today at 12 noon Eastern. The problem with that is no business can be conducted, not even the swearing in of the new members, until a speaker has been seated. Good luck to us all. In the Senate, the 118th Congress kicked off without a hitch. New members were sworn in, including Senator John Fetterman, who flipped the only Senate seat this cycle, giving the Democrats a one-vote majority, 51 to 49, by adding a Democrat from Pennsylvania. So you think the Senate's going to get down to business? Nah, their business is adjourning until January 23rd. I don't make up the news, I just report it. So you think COVID's over? Not so fast, kiddo. A new COVID-19 variant known as XBB15, the new dominant variant in the U.S., causing the most new cases of coronavirus, according to the CDC. Scientists say that this new variant has features that give it the potential to drive another new surge of COVID-19 cases in the U.S., though it's still unclear how large that wave will be and whether it'll send more people to the hospital. Many experts are saying that the XBB15 has shifted far away from earlier COVID-19 strains and therefore has the potential to escape the protections of vaccinations and antibodies developed from past infections. Wear those masks. The FDA on Tuesday quietly finalized a rule change that allows retail pharmacies to dispense the abortion pill Mifepristone. It must be prescribed by a certified healthcare provider, and the pharmacy must meet certain requirements, and the drug must be taken with another drug called misoprostol to terminate pregnancies in the first trimester. Demand for the drug has risen since the Supreme Court overturned the protections under Roe v. Wade last year, and of course, conservative states have adopted tougher abortion restrictions. Residents of Northern California, brace yourselves. The National Weather Service is warning that Northern California is facing yet another, quote, truly brutal storm system today, reiterating that this event needs to be, quote, taken seriously. The Weather Service warning that, quote, this will likely be one of the most impactful systems on a widespread scale. The impacts will include flooding, roads washing out, hillsides collapsing, trees down, potentially full groves, widespread power outages, immediate disruption to commerce, and the worst of all, likely loss of human life. The new system is expected to bring the area more rain through Friday. The football world is still in shock. As Buffalo Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition after suffering a cardiac arrest on the field during Monday night's game. Medical experts say the next step is to get Hamlin, who's still sedated and still on a ventilator, to breathe on his own. But as they say, the show must go on. The NFL hasn't made any changes to this weekend's schedule, with the Buffalo Bills set to host the New England Patriots on Sunday. I got good and that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is fully listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.